Hello and welcome to Case Reopened, your number one uh, Detective Conan rewatch podcast, mainly because nobody else is dumb enough to do such an endeavor. But I'm your host, Tyler Treese, and I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Justin. It's two episodes in a row. Hey, yeah, I'm trying to make this an actual thing again. I, I, no, I was off for a couple of weeks. In by a couple weeks, months. But you're back. You're ready but, to you know go. What? I thought it'd be nice to come back. And then you come back, and then that asshole Kyle has to stay late to get work done. And he's not here. That's to... what he's telling us. Yeah, he's probably out like with strippers, drinking booze. He's like, "Oh, Justin's back. Eh, I can take a couple." All weeks kind off of debauchery now going on in the Bradford household. I am sure. So don't believe his lies, Kyle. Habitual liar he is, but he'll be back next week, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Or maybe we'll just do the show. We have we have the perfect chemistry. Maybe we just test. don't tell him when we're gonna record. Yeah. So screw Kyle. That's the official stance. But we're gonna cover two episodes today. First off is episode fifty, the library murder case, and this originally aired March third. 1997 and uh during the intro conan says that today's stage is a is in a library at night there's something about the books that smell like a crime justin have you ever sniffed a book before um <laughs> um sort of actually yes why are you um, sniffing books i uh <laughs> hey this one i had no choice um, I got a present, uh, as a present, like, super old versions of Alice in Wonderland, like, probably, like, from, like, the 50s or something, and let me tell you, it smells old. Like, it smell like a crime, though. As soon as I even, yes, uh, a horrible crime of drugs and seeing weird shit, uh, but yeah, as soon as I picked it up like my hands started to smell a little bit like it was all that musky like old book smell yeah. it was yeah had no choice i didn't like put my face up to the book <laughs> uh it just old book man you still have it is it just being musky somewhere yeah yep nope i have it i'm looking at it at a distance from right here yeah so if you need to rob somebody for an old ass Alice in Wonderland book. Justin's the guy. <laughs> yeah, but all that one person that wants it. So uh, this episode is kind of interesting because it uh, kicks off straight from the last episode. We get kind of like a, a brief little recap mm -hmm. of you know Shinichi returning and then turning back into Conan, and then he's like, "Man, I'm gonna have to sneak this Chinese liquor out." and drink it but ron catches them and then the detective boys arrive and they're like hey we've got a book report to do so he gets dragged along and all, all during this conan's like hey this is my last adventure it'll be nice to see them one time because he has grown fond of ayumi and mitsuhiko and i guess he's dealt with genta the fat little fucker <laughs> um genta dealt with conan no 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 genta's the worst all right He's so dumb. He's the immovable object. Let him go. <laughs> he, he can't move the damn 
later on in the episode, he's trying to like move the one shelf, and he's just too fat. And he's weighing it down, and he so can't good. move his body weight. Uh, uh. Especially because Conan's like, oh, I think I solved it, and then it's just because again, it's <laughs> so classic moments. Uh. Um, so they travel to the local library, and then we see Conan complaining about the book selection. Because uh, it looks like the books were hastily put on the shelves and it's all messy. He then finds a box filled with uh, sealed books from overseas. And that's when we meet the head of the library, Suji Sugawa, who tells them that those books are not for little kids. And uh, I think you mentioned this earlier, like, uh, before we started uh, recording. But the head of the library, he looks so creepy that, like, immediately when you see him, you're like, this guy oh. did something. He, This dude has definitely killed people. <laughs> He's definitely up to something immediately when they show him. Like, he just is, like, creepily looking at everybody. He looks like either uh, a murderer or a pedophile, like, if not both. Like, He's definitely both. He's definitely both. We then see Inspector Megary arrive, and uh, Conan and the rest of the detective boys run into the elevator to see what is happening. However, they're over the limit of seven people when the bell rings. And then we get a funny moment where Genta's trying to figure out, like, how they're over. And then he's like, wait, we're only seven people. But, uh, he forgot to count himself. Because he's stupid. He's a terrible character. <laughs> he's crazy. They then decide to take the Aww. stairs instead. Megari explains that they're investigating an employee of the library named Tamada Kazuo. Uh, Sugawa says that he's been uh, taking time off from work from yesterday. And Mega reveals that he has been missing for the past two days and that he was last seen at the library. Sugawa says that he left before Tamada did, so he's not sure what happened to him. Conan then asks Megari why he's searching the library storerooms and suggests that he might have been kidnapped on his way home. However, Megari says that Tamada always called his wife before he went home, but she never received a call that day. That's why Megari believes that he's still there, which means that he was either killed or was taken from the library. You might not know this, Justin, but uh, Kyle actually does that <laughs> same thing. He always calls his fiance before he leaves work. It's very really? romantic. Well, at least he has an alibi then if he ever kills somebody and hides them in a library. Yeah, so good to know. That's why he does yeah. it, because he thinks I'm going to kill him one of these days. <laughs> However, the police sh uh, search comes up short. And Megary then leaves. Later that night, it's revealed that the detective boys all snuck into a locker. Now, this is this is the giant plot hole in this. Because they're in this small-ass <laughs> locker. Every single one of them, yet Genta was in it. How? Ex hey, that's explain where... this to me, Justin. How did Genta's fat ass fit in that library? In that locker room? It's very simple. Um, I'm trying to remember what movies they're in. But, like, it's occasionally where, like, the fat person, like like just sucks all of it in and becomes like super skinny and then just holds it there. Yeah, that's what Genta did. So you're saying he's been he's actually holding it in for hours waiting for everybody to leave. Yes. The, the secret is he's not actually fat. Maybe he's he not fat. Maybe he's just like fat. wide. Maybe he's just a wide boy. Yeah. I, I just Maybe heavy, if he like that's turns like the others. We turn sideways. He can fit into these tight places. <laughs> he's, he's super flat when you turn him sideways. Yeah, he's basically like... The front, he's just... <laughs> his body is basically Hey Arnold's head. 
is very wide, but yes. not very uh, horizontal. So that's how it is. Yes. Conan tells them that they're going to find a body hidden in the library, but then they see that somebody's coming up the elevator. It winds up being Sugawa, who goes to check uh, the books inside the box. He calls Tamada a fool and says that if he and he wouldn't have had to kill him if he didn't look at the books. He then says that the police had no clue that Tamada was still sleeping inside the library. So this guy basically admits to being the killer here. And uh, he seems like a real weirdo just talking to himself. But I guess like that's most deranged people. And even when he's coming out of like the elevator, he he still has that creepy look while he's saying all this stuff too. So it's like, dude, calm down a little bit. What about you, Justin? Do you ever talk to yourself? Oh my god. Yes, all the time. I, <laughs> I will fully admit that. I... <laughs> Are you, do we have to Literally worry about you I'm murdering somebody something? in a library? No. It's mostly stuff like uh, like when I'm trying to think of something in my head, but I am the only one around, I start just saying it out loud because it's like... How exactly kinda... did you get that Alice in Wonderland book? Oh, I like Alice in Wonderland. Uh, no drugs, I swear. Hmm. Um. <laughs> I don't blame uh, you. Genta is having trouble seeing, so he tries to move closer like a dumbass, and he makes the door creak. Once again, Genta ruining all of Conan's perfectly laid plans. Uh, the detective boys then run off, but Sugawa is on alert and begins searching for somebody inside the building. And we get a really tense scene where he checks the bathroom that the kids are hiding in, but thankfully when he opens yeah. the door, they're able to hide into the little like uh, blind spot for him, so... They lucked out there. The, yeah, as soon as, uh, like, uh, they start looking around, like, that's when I started to really like this, even when I was reading it, too. Because it had, like, that stake of, like, man, they're trying to sneakily walk around, like, horror movie vibe of, like, this person continually stalking them and trying to hide. And uh, they nail it a lot. Yeah, uh, and I think having the kids there really helps add that layer of suspense because you know while conan's probably smart enough not to get captured a lot of the time you know we're dealing with you know a bunch of like first graders so like ayumi like it wouldn't be unrealistic for them to um you know fall ca under capture and get mm -hmm. attacked and we we've seen this before a few times like uh there is that episode where they go into that mansion that they're exam uh that's supposed to be haunted and that mother's there and she kind of kidnaps yes, Ayumi. So, one. you know, there's, you know, we've, cause we've seen this type of stuff before, but it still works great. Um, we get some like mm -hmm. some tense scenes here. Uh, the kids then uh, swat that Sugawa's going downstairs and Conan decides to look at the books for himself, but he finds all the cases are empty now. And Mitsuhiko says that he probably put them all in his bag. However, Conan says that there's too many books for them to fit in there. So that means he must have hid some of them in this room. All the kids start searching, and Sugawa is about to leave when Ayumi, that dumb little beautiful girl, oh turns on the lights because it was dark. Uh, and Conan's like, why would you do that? Uh, Genta says, not to... It's been dark the whole time. That's what I love. It's like, they're going through all the hallways. They were just hiding in a locker for hours. But now... 
it's just too dark to, <laughs> to look around. Hi, Yumi. She's, she's too pure. Gintis uh, uh, she... is not to worry, as uh, the library head is probably long gone. But that actually isn't the case, as he notices it. Conan also believes he left, and the kids then struggle to find any out-of-place books. Uh, they didn't discover and that's that... a good scene, too. Sorry. It just... He sees him leaving, He Conan turns away, and turns back to see him not there anymore, and just figures, oh, he's gone. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's such a good thing. Such suspense. Yeah, really good direction on of... this episode, for sure. Mm-hmm. They then discover that there are books without binding uh, in the middle of the two books. So there's actually three books on the, uh, on the bookshelves. There'd be one set of regular books... Then the second set of that had no binding on it, and then the other set. So, basically, if you looked at the books from your side after removing one, it just looked like there was another book on the other side. So, we had this mm-hmm. funny scene where Conan's like, Ginta, did you guys not, like, move any of your books? And they're like, we were thinking the same thing. And that's when they discover that they've hidden all these drugs in this kid's library section, which is kind of hilarious. So, they crack open it and conan's like it's either guns or drugs so conan's just found like 500 pounds of crystal meth justin hey if that's what he's into maybe he was re- uh, reading a lot of alice in wonderland for real uh conan deduces that tamada probably found the drugs and then he was killed because of it conan then tries to use the library's phone but it doesn't connect you'd think that would be his sign to get out of there but instead, the detective boys decide to find the body before going to the police. And uh, that's when we learn that Sugawa is following right behind them, keeping an eye on them. So that's a creepy scene because they haven't tricked him any. Usually, like, Conan's one step ahead of the killer. But this guy has the advantage here because he knows that they're still there, but they don't know that he's there. So that's an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Ayumi is then tying her shoes when Sugawa goes to choke her with a, what looks to be like a rope, but Conan comes back and uh, Sugawa slinks back into the darkness, not giving up his position. They then search for a body in a bunch of bookcases, but they can't find it. That's when they decide to check the movable cases, but there's still nothing. However, this is a really good scene. Uh, one handle is too heavy to move, so all the kids work together to make it move, but there's nothing there. So Kenan then just blames Genta for being a fat ass and just pure comedy. Poor Genta. It's always the butt of the joke. Yep. We then get some fun facts about what everybody weighs. Uh, Genta reveals that he weighs 40 kilograms, which is double Mitsuhiko, so Mitsuhiko must be 20. Ayumi is 15 kilograms and Conan is 18. So uh, you can add that to their Wikipedia pages. We now know all the characters' height, uh, weight. <laughs> Uh, and this is the conversation that helps Conan figure out where the body really is. And so he starts to run upstairs, leaving behind all the kids they have to chase after. Uh, Conan then goes to the upper machine room and returns to the elevator where the rest of the kids are. And he says that uh, the, mach- uh, the machine room allows them to manually open the elevator's doors as the body is most likely on top of it. The evidence is that they got the overcapacity buzzer earlier but most of the 
sorry, but most of the people inside the elevator were kids, and kids obviously weigh less than adults, so it shouldn't have went off. The only reason it did go off is because there was an additional adult, which was on top of the elevator, so that's why the buzzer went off. And uh, they see the body, and Kenan's like, oh man, looks like he was strangled and then pushed off and died that way. And then this is a great scene. So the elevator's slowly mm-hmm. coming up to meet them. And we just start seeing Sugawa's terrifying face. And he's just like happy to there. And he's like, hello, kids. We can all go home together. How terrifying is this guy? Body bag. Yeah, how terrifying is he <laughs> coming up slowly? Oh my god. Even like Genta and Mitsuhiko and Ayumi, when they're looking at like Conan as he's talking, they look at him and see him. They're like, Oh god, been scared to death already as Conan's talking. Yeah, I can't think of like a scarier sight. Like he's he's frightening, <laughs> truly. He is. Uh he nicely asks what the children are doing, and he says they can all go home together. Conan then says that he has a plan, and uh so he whispers something to them all, and then he tells Sugawa not to underestimate them. Conan then walks to the side and starts explaining the situation with the drugs and knowing everything what he uh what he's doing and he's like who the hell are you kid and he's like i'm a detective conan edagawa so he's kind of trying to be cool and uh the kids take that opportunity to sneak away and then they start taking the elevator down so and right as it starts going down conan runs after runs towards it uh sugawa like swings this metal pipe at him and then he manages to do a baseball slide that dodges the pipe, and he barely makes it into this elevator. He almost gets crushed in it, which would have been uh, quite the end of the series. Conan just mistimes his baseball dive and gets crushed by an elevator. Oh my god. The rest of the episodes are just a dream as he's in the hospital. It's just wrong crying. <laughs> uh, man. And, uh... Sugawa runs down the stairs and he's there waiting for the elevator to open but when it does the kids aren't there so he then stops all the elevators and then goes searching for them saying that'll kill the kids off one rat at a time so this guy he has no moral quandary like killing these kids he's prepared and ready to do it oh my uh, he then spots a room with a bunch of chairs thrown around and assumes it's a barricade. And then he notices a bookshelf is tilted and that they put a bunch of books underneath it. One thing I do like about uh, Sugawa as a villain is that he's not dumb. Like, he has a pretty good mind on him. And he's, like, he's able to spot these, like, he recognizes that they're, oh, they're going to try to push this at me. So he gets out of the way. So... Mm-hmm. we're seeing that he's like smarter than a lot of like the average people because a lot of time the villains are pretty dumb in this episode but uh in the show but uh he has a pretty good mind on him which makes him all the more menacing that he's you know like stalking them and trying to find them like he's mm-hmm. a really good foil for them i i mean even if like even all his plans were really smart when you really think about it like hiding the body on the uh, top of the elevator when, like, uh, realistically, if you're looking for somebody who's missing, you're not going to be like, man, I wonder if he was killed and thrown on top of the top of an elevator. So you don't look there. 
And then his whole, because he runs a library thing, those middle books in there. Yeah, and, and putting it specifically at think. the kids section, because they're not going to think to look. So Yeah, it, it it's honestly was a smart plan. It's just the kids were like, hey, suspicious. And because there was multiple of them, they were able to look and do that stuff a little bit easier. Yep. Um, and, uh, so we get a, a neat little scene where the kids push the bookshelf and it misses them, but then it goes around like a domino where it, it hit one bookcase, then hit another, and then the final one falls on, uh, Sugawa and knocks him out. Uh, and then the kids celebrate and they call the police. They arrest Sugawa and recover both the body and the drugs. And with that, Justin, the final case of Conan Edigawa has come to a close. I'm going to miss that little we'll guy. never see him again. This is the last time. Nope. We'll ever see Kevin, he's going to grab that booze and turn into Shinichi once and for all. I mean, what's crazy is we have another episode to talk about today, and apparently there's like still like 900-some episodes left to go. Yeah, I'm this sure is it's, it. well, it's going to become Detective Shinichi. <laughs> They're going to change the show's name. Right, 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 right. And uh, we'll have to, you know, we're, we're Shinichi reopened now. So, Ayumi says that they'll have to do it again, uh, and Conan is, uh, doesn't really respond, and he starts running off, and then he says goodbye, and Ayumi says, I get the feeling that he's going somewhere far away, which uh, kind of reminds me of, there's that scene with Ron, where after Shinichi gets um, drugged, where she's like, uh, when he said goodbye to her, and he's like, I got the feeling that I'd not, yes. I wouldn't see him for a long time. So, there's a bit of a real similarity between that, and we're seeing Ayumi and Ron kind of being played similarly uh, with Conan and Shinichi, respectively. Uh, Conan then sneaks mm-hmm. home, he gets the Chinese liquor, and then he's nowhere to be found when Ron searches for him. She's like, oh, they couldn't finally get home, and then she can't find him. And then this is my favorite part of the whole episode. Goes to Gasso's house, <laughs> and he starts chugging the liquor. And then he's like, oh, I can feel it working. My body's getting hot. And it kind of ends there with a, a cliffhanger. And we get the ending song. And then it comes back. And it's revealed that Kenan just got shit-faced drunk. And so he's fun. not turning back at all. And then Agasa tells him that his body must have built an immunity to it. So the alcohol won't work anymore. And Kenan's <laughs> like, I don't believe you. I'm going to shotgun it. So Kenan's just getting absolutely hammered here and then um we then cut to the next morning where the rest of the detective boys are remarking at like how terrible Conan looks because he's just super hungover and then like Conan has the audacity to be like uh in his head pretty much going like yeah duh kids i it's a, called a hangover like the kids would know what that is like come on <laughs> classic yeah. good old good old conan uh we then get the uh next conan's hint for the next episode which is golf set yep weird when it's about a golf episode Who very good hint. Who would have thought that a golf set would be involved <laughs> so uh justin what do you think about this episode i thought it was uh i thought it was really solid i thought the criminal was Really memorable in a in a good way and a good foil for Conan. Um, I thought 
Uh, we had a lot of fun hijinks with the detective boys. I thought Conan getting drunk was mm-hmm. like a super highlight and really fun way to end the episode. Um, and even if it's kind of disappointing from a story development standpoint where like, oh, the big development this episode is that basically uh, the big, like our hopes of him turning back isn't going to happen. But uh, it's yeah. still like significant for that. Like I thought this was like a really great episode. We had plot development, a really good case, some mm-hmm. smart villains. What do you think? Um, yeah, uh, this is probably one of my favorite uh, Detective Boys actually like chapters slash episodes um, because, excuse me, of how memorable it is. Um, like as soon as I watched it, as soon as I reread it. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this literally down to everything, like how everything was done, um, just because it that atmosphere and like you're saying with the criminal, just everything will just stick in your mind for like forever, um, and that kind of doesn't capture what it kind of captures what I like about the detective boys cases, um in this episode whereas sometimes it's just them being kids and getting thrown into something um whereas this was like a genuine like hey we're we want to find out what's going on like an adventure kind of thing um that doesn't get captured enough and kind of being kids um that makes this so great yeah for sure um and then next episode we have Episode 51, the Golf Driving Range Murder Case. It's originally aired March 10th, 1997. And uh, we get another little quip from Conan here as the intro starts. He says, Today's case is at a golf driving range. A murderous intent is hidden in the swing. I'm not sure if these are new additions or I've just been missing them, but I'm really enjoying these like terrible like ways he sets up the episodes. Because they're really fun. Yeah, I can't remember, and I don't think they do it in the new episodes. Uh, well, I'm going to enjoy either. them for as long so, as they last. Yeah, enjoy them while I'll you keep, can. I'll keep trying to transcribe them here. Uh, so, since this is a, a golfing-related episode, are you much of a golfer, Justin? Uh, I am not. I have golfed twice. Uh, and this Saturday is actually going to be the third time, and I'm not even really golfing this Saturday um, because of reasons. Um, you know what? I'm, I like to golf. I like to do some some putt putt golf. I'm down for some mini golf. <laughs> mini golf. Now that's a different story. Regular golf uh, that takes too much like precision for me. Uh, from the little bit I've tried, I'm like, nope, I cannot do the this. last time i went mini golfing was about a year ago and it was at pax west and uh fortnite put together this oh. like fortnite themed um mini golf course <laughs> that you could go into and i got to skip the line because i was friends with one of the people working there um but it was pretty cool nice like I'm not a big can you just, yeah I'm not like a big Fortnite fan but uh it was some fun enjoyable mini golf so thumbs up to the game in that one very small aspect <laughs> the one thing that has nothing to actually do yeah, with the game I may not enjoy its battle royale but I like their mini golf 
uh, <laughs> this episode opens with uh, Kogoro just he's the absolute worst at golf there's like no way to sugarcoat oh it's God. hilarious he, he'll have like the ball sitting on a tee and he'll just completely miss it it's hilarious and it's yeah even as a beginner when I first did mine it, I at least hit it decently and I, I was but it's Kogoro so we we know he's not the greatest at yeah, I was hoping Kegger would at least including betting on horses. I was hoping he'd have a at least some like upside to him. Like like John Daly, he'd used to get drunk on the on the golf courses and he'd just rip it and grip it. And then, you know, we, we had Billy Madison. <laughs> oh wait, no no no. Which one? Not Happy Billy Gilmore. Madison. Which one which one's the one where Happy he Happy Gilmore. Or is that Billy Madison? No, it should be Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. There we go. There we go. All those, all those Adam Sandler movies just <laughs> Adam Sandler ninety movies. Yeah, they all just the only ones you can really think of. Oh, but let me tell you. So at my day job, I cover pro wrestling, and one of the wrestlers tweeted mm-hmm. out that "Don't mess with the Zohan" is actually a good movie. Um, and then oh this God. other wrestler was taking him to task for this take and so they've been bickering on about uh don't miss the zohan for the past like 30 minutes i'm very curious who these wrestlers are so i can be on the right side it was bray wyatt bray wyatt was the fan of don't mess with the zohar while nem dar was the one who is not so wow i was not expecting yeah it's really funny because his like new gimmick is this like horror film thing and then he's tweeting out like don't mess with the zohan pretty good <laughs> you should have been pimping out the what was it murder party is that the newest adam sandler movie yeah exactly that would have fit his gimmick a little better um little so bit. we learn why kogri is practicing golfing it's because he got a phone <laughs> from the local television station and he was invited to a charity program golfing event and he's like, oh, no, no, I'm not very good at golf. Then he learns that Yoko Kino is also competing. So he's he's fully for it. He's like, oh, I'm actually great at golf. And he drags Ron and Conan uh, to the driving range at 6.30 a.m. So it's an early start for them. Jeez. Uh, Conan then notices a businessman enter the golf course with his employees. Uh, he's Tachibana Aisuke. And he's the head of product development at Itsue Electronics. Joining him is the chief of product development, Yasue Minoru, uh, manager of product development, Okubo Tatsuya, and employee manager, Minami Tamafumi. They then go to the reserved area, and Minami runs off to the bathroom because he says he has a stomach ache. Okubo then fetches balls for them to hit. Meanwhile, Kogoro is just over there continuing to miss drive after drive it's hilarious and uh conan goes to watch the other people play minami returns and he tells conan that it's dangerous to stand there he's then told by minoru to take the money for the repair of the boss's driver from the division's budget conan then goes back to sitting with ron and the boss gets congratulated on a nice shot by the rest of the employees after using his three wood the boss gets his driver and goes to hit a ball Minoru leaves the area when the boss finally hits it, and there's this huge explosion that goes off, and it even sends Kogoro flying 
Um, and he's quite a bit away from it. So there's a pretty big explosion there. Everybody rushes to the boss's aid, but he winds up that he's dead. Justin, what do you think? Did you, were you expecting murder on a damn golf course? At a driving range, no less. Um, I know it's called Detective Conan for like most people everywhere, but it's just called Who's Gonna Get Murdered Next, in my opinion. So I, I had a feeling somebody was gonna die in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, Especially it's with the golf. A bit set. ridiculous to kill somebody at the damn golf course, man. I know, right? Like of all places, like could could have done that when he was leaving, but no, you had to ruin other people's days who are just trying to golf and see Yoko. At least go you know? to the like, at least go to like the baseball cages, like the batting cages or something. <laughs> I wonder if there's a baseball. Yeah, wait, we already had a baseball case. Never mind. There's that high school. I was going to say, there's going to be plenty of other yeah, sports. So. A lot uh, of soccer. Fair warning. <laughs> Kogura tells Ron to call Inspector Megary, and he says that a bomb must have exploded. What a genius Kogoro is. <laughs> like, we see this huge explosion. You it. We're gone. Kogoro's like, you know what? This was probably a bomb. <laughs> Conan smells black powder, <laughs> and it's revealed that Okubo was also hit in the explosion. Police then arrive... And it winds up that Okabe is okay. After getting some medical attention, uh, Megari learns that the that group of employees come here often, but this was the last time for their boss as he was going to be transferred to New York next week. They then discover a fuse inside the ball, which was marked with a red line rather than a blue one, showing that it was uh, the bomb. Megari is then curious as to whether it was a targeted or random attack, but Manami says he believes that it was targeted at the boss. He says that all three of them is secretly hated the boss enough to kill him. Which is like, not probably the thing you want to say when you're like a potential murder suspect. It's funny. In like a majority of all these like chapters and episodes. That always comes up from the suspects. Oh, we all hated him. It's like. Why would you say that? Like <laughs> everybody says it and then everybody has a motive to kill and it's like there's no way in real life this would ever happen. Uh Okubu ag- agrees with him saying that uh the boss had taken his ideas and put his names on them th- over 3 times. Minoru denies having a reason to kill him, but Okubu s- says that everybody knows that the boss took a pass at his girlfriend. Uh, Minoru says that he just got dumped and that wasn't the reason. Kogura then says that he knows who killed the boss. He says that the culprit put the bomb ball uh, in with the rest of the balls so the victim wouldn't notice it. And it was Okubo who got the golf balls for him. Kona explains that Minami went to the toilet and that Minoru was at his own machine. However, Kogura says that Minami isn't a suspect. However, Minoru still is because he actually shared some of his balls with the boss. He reveals that the machines are made so that the balls are at, that are added later are dispensed at the end. So all he had to do was finish before the boss, which he did. Kogoro also finds it suspicious that he was near the exit when the explosion occurred. But Minoru says that he was ordering coffee because the boss likes to drink it after playing. And then uh, the uh, like barista confirms that they always get the coffee. So that checks out there. Uh, who did you think did it? Like, from early on, Justin? Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember when it was, the guy put... 
uh, I forget what his name was. It was the bigger guy who put the balls in the. His, yeah, Minoru. Uh, machine. Yeah. Um, just because it's like, well, that's how it would get in there, and you'd know, but. Every time you think it's somebody, it's usually not, but that was my first go It might be because I've seen this episode before, but I actually got it correct here. I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to it. But there's one scene in particular where I was like, that's like where he said something and it stuck out as odd to me. So I was, I was happy. Is it the, without, without saying it here, is it um, something they bring up later? Yeah, yeah, that they bring it he's up. like, yeah. Uh, and Megary checks the, oh, sorry. Okay. Skipped ahead. Uh, nope, I didn't. Okay, so Megari checks the belongings of Minoru, and they find multiple red balls in his bag. Kogoro said that he brought multiple in case the first one was a dud. Kogoro then says that the, solving the case was a piece of cake. and it, But Conan believes it's t- too simple. He's like, I've seen this show before. It's never this simple. <laughs> um, but he is impressed. Uh, and he feels that something's missed, but he, he is actually impressed with Kogoro's deductions because he can't find any fault in his logic. So, But Conan's still not completely sold here. He then remembers a sound that occurred after the explosion happened, and he goes to check it out. He, uh, by like the far side of the driving range, he finds a charred blue ball, and that was actually the ball that Tachibana hit. He then realizes that the, uh, realizes the culprit's trick, and that it was done by somebody else. Megari is about to arrest Minoru when Conan knocks out Kogoro and begins his deduction show. He declares that Minoru is innocent and that they thought the ball exploded when struck. However, the culprit didn't put the bomb in his machine, but rather the head of the driver. The ball with the fuse in it was placed at the scene afterward uh, in order to lead the police astray. Minami was the one that repaired it, and thus is the culprit. Uh, it's also revealed that he had the club in his possession for over a day and a half before returning it. And uh, Kogoro kind of goes over the whole events, and he says that he faked an illness so that Minoru would fetch the balls instead of him, thus making him a suspect. He also stood near the explosion on purpose so he wouldn't be suspected. However, his injuries are way minor compared to Okubo, and it's only on his left side. That's because... He actually covered his eyes in the, with his left arm and hid behind a pole when the explosion happened. Kagura says this was his last chance to kill the boss, but using something that only he had in his possession was a bad move and totally gave him away. So, uh, yeah, what... Uh, oh, sorry, it's brought up a little bit later, but uh, the thing that made me suspect him was when he told Conan that it was dangerous to be there and that he should move to a different mm-hmm. thing so that stuck out as kind of a strange thing like it didn't seem just like yeah oh there's balls being hit but more like something's going down so i was like hmm. yeah the the problem is like that is totally the reason why he says it and even when i was watching it again here excited for some reason i can't remember any of the tv original episodes at all um but when he said that the first thing and this is like what they want you to think is oh he might be, and with how the angle is too, like you don't know how close Conan is. Yeah. So he's you. You're supposed to think he's saying that because he doesn't want you to get hit by like a club, a swinging club, or like a maybe a ball again hit oddly and hit him kind of thing. So. 
but it doesn't work in their favor. Uh, Minami winds up admitting to the crime, and he says that the boss never accepted his talent, and that Minoru was always <gasps> kissing his ass, so that's why he framed him. So uh, I can I can get behind Minami, just framing the dude that's always, like, <laughs> brown-nosing. Yeah, get on him. Uh, he says that he didn't care if innocent people got injured, but Conan doesn't believe him, as he told him to move out of the area earlier. And then Rand says that maybe he's a really nice person that just took a wrong turn somewhere. They then look at the clock, and Conan realizes he's late for school. Oh, no. <laughs> uh... uh what do you think of the main mystery here? Uh, I thought, like the kind of like the false setup of the fuse inside the ball was a pretty neat trick. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, like placing explosive inside the actual head of the driver was cool. Um, so I thought that was like pretty clever. And I liked, even though Koguro was wrong, he had some like decent uh, deductions here. He was shown as like semi-competent which is nice instead of just like a, a total buffoon even if he was ultimately mm-hmm. wrong so i like that yeah um i mean it's very clever because i don't think they do anything like this in any other episode for like killing somebody or like even golf um so it's like truly unique in that sense um and I mean, I always love when Kogoro actually starts to solve it himself. Like those are always really good episodes, and they're like far and few between. Yeah, for um, sure. So it's always good when he gets that uh, spotlight every once in a while. And uh, we get the ending song. And uh, fun fact: this is actually the last time that Mekyu No Lovers is used as an ending song. So we will get a new one next week. So. Uh... Let's pour out a 40 on the ground for uh, this song, which was a pretty solid ending song. Uh, probably not my favorite, mm-hmm. but definitely not disliked by any no. means. So uh, Should be getting a new opening soon, yeah, too, right? Yeah, we have a new opening very soon as well. Um, I think it's like in two episodes. Um, and then after the ending song, we get to actually see the Pro-Am tournament, um, where Yoko and Kogoro were put on the same team, and Yoko mm-hmm. delivers this beautiful shot and then Kogoro is right after her and he completely embarrasses himself by instead of hitting instead of hitting the golf ball he totally misses and then he lets go of his driver and then the fucking golf club just goes flying and then it hits a cameraman and it's like oh my god like you know what that's very impressive though let's be honest that could be a different Kogoro sport. Kogoro has like, some skills. Driver throwing. Yeah. He'd be great at it. So yeah, like... Even if the episode was just to create this little gag, I'm all for it. I love... I've loved, it was worth I it. I love seeing Megari... Or not Megari. Uh, Kogoro. Um, I love him, like, his reaction whenever Yoko's brought up. It's always so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, like, just seeing him use this comic fodder like this, so... Really good thing, and Ron and Conan are just kind of watching, embarrassed. Uh, so, very fun way to end the episode. And then we mm-hmm. get a preview for next week's episode, which is the Mist uh, Goblin Legend Murder Case, which is a one-hour-long special. So, 
That'll be the entirety of next week's episode. We'll go over that case with Justin and Kyle. And uh, we get the hint, which is Cherry Blossom. Which I will say is, like, one of... I mean, I guess all the hints are very, very, like, important. But this one in particular going to help you out, guys. This is my hint. Definitely make sure you're looking out I for it. I think this is just is the... actually very important. this is just the second one-hour special, too. Which is interesting. Yes. Because the, the first one was the Moonlight's not a murder case. So that's obviously yep. a huge task of following. Because... And I will tell you, I think this one's better. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've... I really like this case so, a yeah, lot. Really excited. I I don't remember a lot of the particulars. I remember liking it, so I'm very interested in checking that out. And uh, we will go over that next week. It should be a good podcast. Um, but that'll do it for those two episodes. And I gotta say, really blown away by uh, how much support we've getting. We cleared. 400 downloads this week which is a new record so that's awesome uh we appreciate all the love if you guys like the podcast and you use itunes we'd really appreciate if you reviewed the show or just gave it a ratings i think we're at five ratings right now so anybody that wants to give us a review uh, we'll read it on the air we really appreciate it uh helps us get discovered by more conan fans and we want to hear from you uh the show's on Twitter at case underscore reopened, uh, and it has links to everybody, all the hosts, Twitter, mine, uh, Kyle, and Justin. Justin, what is your Twitter? Tell the people where they can find you. It is at the Sigma Omega. So give Justin a follow, and uh, yeah, let me let me do. Justin, I don't think I've done this with you yet, uh -oh. but I like going to I'm our scared. downloads by location list and, and then shouting out a few few locations this is my favorite part of the episodes i don't even care about canon okay. anymore i just like to learn about geography <laughs> from the show uh shout out to al Katif. uh shout out to beirut uh shout out to man i am just gonna butcher this uh <laughs> manga we got brandos my favorite part of the podcast la serena uh houston here, let me let me just stick to United States places. Shout out to San Antonio, Tempe, Sacktown. Uh, I don't even know how to say this one. Port Moody. We've got all the all the places. Moody. Some some places just called Rye, which is like the bread, which is hilarious. Shout out to Atlanta, and then shout out to Barcelona, Spain, Espanol. Dang. Yeah, shout out to Bochum. Shout out to the homies. Oh, wow. What are we... Shout out to the homies in Bang Rakam and uh, Ho Chi Minh City. Shout out to them. Shout out to Taipei. Man, we're global. Yeah, we are global. We're, this is great. We hit all like uh, six uh, continents. Everything but uh, Antarctica. Which is, Man, they're missing which out is obviously there. the dream. We need, we need to get somebody in Antarctica. <laughs> Who's working on, like, the base up yeah, there and exactly. just get them to subscribe. And, uh, yeah, so shout out to all those people, everybody else that listens. We appreciate it. And uh, right into the show. Uh, can tweet at us. Can uh, My email is on my Twitter page, so if you want to email the show, 
We'd love to read your thoughts, especially if you have, you know, like thoughts on an episode. If you ever want to chime in on like a certain episode you really like or a case, feel free. Talk about the characters. We'll read them on air and discuss it. If you have any points or questions, love, just love chatting with you. Like that's why we wanted to start the show was to learn more from Conan and uh, talk to other Conan fans. So get in touch. Don't be a stranger. We appreciate it. And uh, that'll do it for this week. So bye. Bye.